Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Cancer Season in 2019. My name is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive. These horoscopes are meant to aid you in your healing, assist you in your expansion, and help connect you with your intuition and highest self. As you listen, please listen with an open mind and appreciate the symbols and suggestions. Take what works for you, leave the rest. Remember that these horoscopes are describing general energy for each sign. It's up to you to get specific. I suggest that you listen to the horoscope for your sun and your rising sign. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask, what's your sign? It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign has to do with the time of day you were born in the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. If you enjoy your horoscope, please also take a listen to Embodied Astrology for Cancer Season. In this episode, I'll take you on a tour of cancer's zodiacal energy through our bodies, hearts, minds, relationships, and the world at large. Everyone has every sign in their chart, and cancer represents amazing and important energy for each of us. You can find the Cancer Season episode linked in the show notes from my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platform. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. If this work benefits you in your life, please consider making a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going. Recurring monthly donations can be made at any amount and will grant you access to my expanded monthly reports. These reports are 15 to 20 pages that outline the upcoming month's most important planetary aspects and lunar cycles and offer suggestions for how to work most effectively with this astrological energy. If financial contributions aren't possible for you at this time, the number one way you can support this work is by sharing it with your family, friends, and networks. Finally, I want to add a special announcement for any of you who are ready to dive deeper with embodied astrology in your life. This autumn from September 28th through October 2nd, I'm offering a very special retreat in Southern Washington. We're going to be exploring the expansive potential and personal manifestation power of Jupiter and Capricorn. This is a year-long transit, which goes from December 2019 through December 2020. This three-day retreat includes daily movement, meditation, art, writing, and astrology classes where you'll learn how to work with your own chart. And you'll still have time for long walks on the beach, hot saunas, and good company. Get more information at embodiedastrology.com in the play and learn section under live events. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Now, on to your horoscopes. Hello Aquarius, thanks for listening. This is your audio horoscope and month ahead forecast for cancer season. Cancer season extends between June 21st and July 22nd, and this is the time of year when the sun is radiating the light of cancer. Cancer as a light and as a quality is something that I describe uh, in depth in the Embodied Astrology Report for Cancer Season, and in that report you'll get a lot of um, tools and approaches to, to work with this energy, and so definitely listen to it if you can. For you, Cancer rules the solar sixth house, and this is the place in the chart that describes your day-to-day, your rhythm, your schedule, your jobs, your tasks, your chores, and also your health. And health, of course, is a holistic experience. It includes your mental, emotional, psychic, and spiritual health, as well as your physical body. So the sun coming into this place in the chart illuminates these needs and also your day-to-day, kind of the practical and more mundane aspects of your life and how you're using your time and your energy. 
the sun brings attention, consciousness, and illumination into this part of the chart, and it acts to magnify the influences that have already been here for a little bit. Mercury and Mars have both been in Cancer for the last few weeks and months, and the North Node, um, which is one of the points where eclipses happen, has been in Cancer since last summer, meaning that we are also entering eclipse season as we enter into Cancer season. Mercury is the planet that signifies mental energy, communication, and intellect. Mars is the planetary um, symbol of action, initiation, will force, desire, and aggression, how we kind of put ourselves out, how we assert what we want into the world. So there's a lot of energy for you right now to be determining your day-to-day, to be figuring out your ideal schedule. For some of you, this is going to mean jobs and work or a lot of busyness, a lot of things that you're doing in your day-to-day, the mental preoccupation, and also the ambitions that you have are uh, kind of driving your schedule. For some of you, this is going to mean that there's um, quite a lot going on in this sector of the chart. So you are very busy right now, or you have a lot of things that you're attending to and trying to figure out how to stay balanced. As I mentioned, the sixth house also has a lot to do with your health. And with Mercury and Mars here, there's more awareness of your health right now. And again, all of these different layers of holistic well-being, your mental, emotional, psychic, spiritual, and physical layers are all equally important. Um, With the eclipses in Cancer this year, uh, Cancer and Capricorn, otherwise known as July and January, um, what we have is evolutionary potential in this sign. The North Node is currently in Cancer, and that is the direction that we are reaching for. We are propelled and compelled into um, expanding the, the Cancerian energy in our lives. Cancer is a sign that asks us to become more inclusive, to become more inclusive of ourselves, uh, soft, nourishing, nurturing with ourselves and the different aspects of our being, as well as to become more um, inclusive and familial with others. Cancer is a sign that can be incredibly emotionally sensitive and potentially defensive when it feels like there isn't safety. And so one of the things that cancer teaches us is to cultivate deeper emotional intelligence and um, awareness of our safety, stability, and internal sense of secure attachment so that we can relate with others in ways that eventually if not immediately, lead to more nourishing, satisfying connections. And for you, this is really important right now. Um, As I get into the month ahead forecast, I'm going to be talking a lot about stuff that's happening in Cancer and Capricorn. That's where the bulk of astrology is happening over the course of the next month. And this uh, space in your chart that has to do with the day-to-day and its opposite, the space in the chart that has to do with the complete ephemeral and unknown. Um, These are the places that are quite stimulated for you. And the energy that is very stimulated right now is your own energy of caretaking. And um, this caretaking 
is really for you kind of in the relationship that you have to your day-to-day life, to the world around you. There's kind of a, a really Zen feeling in, in this astrology, which is that kind of chop wood, carry water ethos. You know, we can have a spiritual awakening and then back to the chores. And for you, it's so important that you are attending to your actual environments, including your body and um, all the aspects of well-being and your environmental well-being um, is a big part of that. As we get into cancer season, the first uh, couple days, um, 10 days or so, feature a couple of different aspects, specifically with Venus. On June 23rd and 24th, Venus forms a number of hard aspects, an opposition with Jupiter, an inconjunct with Saturn, and a square with Neptune. For you, Venus is moving through the part of the chart that has to do with your creative output the expression of your basic life energy. For some of you, this will literally mean your creative projects, your art projects, or um, other ways that you are expressing yourself uniquely. For a lot of people, this is simply your enthusiasm and the things that you do that bring you joy, your hobbies, uh, sports, games that you play, romance as well as um, featured in this part of the chart, as well as your children if you have them. It's kind of how you're engaging with the like spark of life energy and what kind of gets us excited and gets us going. So right now, there's a push for you to develop this part of your life more, to think about how you can live in a way that encourages more authentic expression, that encourages um, your creative projects to get out into the world, or um, it, you, if you're a parent, you know you may be thinking about how to support your children to um, get out into the world, to be their best selves, to pursue their desires, their ambitions, and dreams. Dreams, but how do you support this? And I think for anyone who's an artist or a creative person, and probably a lot of people who are parents, this is a really big question. How do we fund these projects or how do we support our children practically, financially? And what does this look like? How can you create a life for yourself that includes the kind of joy and presence and authenticity that you want? Um, practically speaking. So especially around the 23rd and the 24th, there may be a lot of emphasis around um, these questions and these ideas. For some of you, there will be dynamic movement. There will be things that happen that kind of allow you to really move into these paths and manifest. Um, For plenty of, of folks, though, this is going to feel like a little bit of a confusing time. And I guess what I want to offer here is that Um, We live in a world that is totally imperfect, and it is absolutely essential that you commit to your joy. And however you figure out how to do that, you figure it out, but please figure it out. Figure out some way to include your joy in your day-to-day. It may not be your full-time job. It may not be the thing that you build your life around, Um, but if you can include it, if you can make space even for 10, 20 minutes a day, an hour a day, or a few times a week to attend to what is really making you happy, um, you're not going to regret it. Your children will admire you for this. And if you are a person who's parenting, making sure that you do that as an example for your children is really important and making sure that you give your children opportunities to express themselves authentically and that you're not asserting um, your own needs or desires for their ambition on them, but that you're really trying to listen and encourage them to be their authentic selves. 
On June 26th, Mercury enters the sign Leo. This is your opposite sign. And over the course of the next six weeks, um, Mercury will be moving between Leo and Cancer uh, because of its upcoming retrograde. So on the 26th, it moves into Leo. And then on the 28th, uh, Mercury enters what's called its storm. The storm is the period of time around the stations, retrograde or direct, when Mercury appears to slow down in the sky and almost to stop moving. So it'll spend uh, almost a week pretty much at the same place. Between the 28th of June and July 7th, we're in Mercury storm and on the 7th, Mercury stations direct at four degrees of Leo. It will then travel back to 23 degrees of Cancer where it turns direct on August 2nd. Between the 28th and the 7th is a time to move slowly, to move carefully, and to move with consideration. Um, especially around your tasks, especially around your jobs, and definitely in your relationships. Leo, as your opposite sign, um, is a symbol of you in the social sphere, how you're communicating with other people in general, and especially how you're communicating with significant others and important partners or any kinds of committed relationships or collaborators is really important right now. There can be a tendency, especially um, as Mars moves into Leo, which it does on July 1st, to act rashly and to, to react or act impulsively. Mars brings heat and, um, again, aggression and assertion into the sign. And Mars will be in Leo through August 19th. And this is bringing a lot of, of dynamism into your relationships. It can be a great time to socialize. It can be a really sexy, fun time with partners. But especially around um, Mercury station and storm period between June 28th and July 7th, this is a time to be very very considerate about how you're treating other people, how you're communicating with them. Just know that there's more tendency than usual to be impulsive and to act rashly right now. And that is probably not something that you want to do. In general, Mercury retrograde, but especially during the storm, is a time to avoid any uh, super important decisions. If you're signing contracts, if you're making big purchases, um, important agreements, this kind of thing, uh, definitely make sure if you have to do these, these kinds of things, definitely make sure that you give yourself time to consider options. Try and get all the information that you possibly can. And if possible, um, make agreements and negotiate for leniency. So you might get information in the next couple of weeks that changes your mind. You may decide that you want to do things differently, or you may um, get information that uh, presents new opportunities. So it's a good thing for you if you can give yourself a little bit of a, of a backdoor with any kinds of agreements that you find yourself entering. On July 2nd, there's a solar eclipse and new moon at 10 degrees of Cancer. This new moon um, is kind of a supercharged new moon as it happens with an eclipse. The new moon is always a time for new beginnings. And this particular new beginning is, uh, again, in the place of the chart that has to do with your health, with your day-to-day, -day, with your structures, your schedules, and your rhythms. This may sound kind of like a boring part of the chart or might for some people, but um, this is really, you know, it's, it's how you absorb the information of your life. It's how you make things work. It's how you function. 
and you are ready to function in kind of a different way right now. And the main theme with cancer is, is always inclusion. What can we include and where are the appropriate emotional boundaries? Where are the appropriate boundaries around time and capacity? It's very important that you're honest with yourself right now about your needs and your wants. And the more transparent you can be with yourself emotionally, the more you can accept uh, yourself, your own truths, your, your own reality, then the more you can create a lifestyle and health practice or um, wellness practice that actually serves you. Venus also enters cancer on July 3rd, and it will transit there through the end of the month, through July 29th. And wherever Venus is, it's bringing a benefic quality, a magnetic presence, attractiveness, beauty, joy. This is a really good aspect for you, especially to be working with your health and to be working on beautifying your surroundings and expressing beauty through your tasks, through your chores. Again, we've got this um, image of chopping wood, carrying water. The, the tasks that you do that keep your life functioning deserve your attention. They deserve your appreciation. If you perform these tasks beautifully and with care, the rest of your life will benefit. On July 8th and 9th, there are several aspects. Mercury and Mars come together for a conjunction in early Leo. Venus and the Sun are both in Cancer, forming aspects to Capricorn and Pisces, including an opposition to, uh, between the Sun and Saturn. We have the second quarter square, the half-circle moon in the sign Libra, and then finally Chiron stations retrograde on July 8th, and it will travel retrograde through mid-December. These aspects, again, are stimulating the places in your chart that have to do with the immediate physical reality, the mundane reality, your day-to-day, and everything that you cannot see. The opposite of the day-to-day, the opposite of the mundane is the ephemeral, the ephemeral, the ineffable, the um, limitless, the spiritual. You are wanting to build a bridge between these concepts for yourself right now. And the more that you can attend to the day-to-day in a way that is heartfelt, that is deeply loving, that's deeply respectful, that is committed to your own wellness, to making time for what it is that you love, and for bringing yourself in a state of love to everything that you do, the more you honor the spiritual and the sacred essence. And if you're a person who has specific spiritual practices or um, gods or deities or angelic figures, spirit guides that you're relating with, then finding ways to relate with them daily is totally critical right now. It's absolutely important. That said, Um, With the presence of Saturn and Pluto in the 12th house, and I'm going to get into this in just a minute, um, it's also really important that you let go of very strict ideas of what this looks like. So Saturn, Pluto traveling through Capricorn, Capricorn rules your solar 12th house. This is an image of um, kind of a a reckoning and... um, a need to discern and come into some kind of state of greater maturity and responsibility in the place of the chart that has to do with the unseen forces. So this can mean the collective unconscious, this can mean your dream space, this can mean culture, it can mean kind of the 
uh, everythingness of the illusion around you, um, and definitely any kinds of relationships that you have with the spiritual or with the sacred. On July 14th, the sun in Cancer forms an opposition to Pluto in Capricorn. And then on July 16th, Venus in Cancer forms an opposition to Saturn in Capricorn. And on the 21st, Venus will go on to form the opposition with Pluto in Capricorn. So Venus and the sun both moving through Cancer, forming oppositions to Saturn and Pluto in Capricorn. And on July 16th, we also have a lunar eclipse at 24 degrees of Capricorn. This lunar eclipse is conjunct to the south node, which implies a letting go process. So this is what I was talking about a moment ago. In this part of your chart, the 12th house, the place of the larger emotional influence, the collective unconscious, the dream, the sacred, the spiritual, the ineffable, there is no time for a a flamboyance. There's not really the interest in engaging yourself with practices or activities that feel out of alignment for you. At the same time, it is totally necessary that you do connect to some kind of deeper purpose and larger faith. Faith is maybe a tricky word uh, for a lot of us, and so I'd really like to speak it with the suggestion that you kind of mull it over what it means to you to connect to an idea of faith or to connection with some kind of larger or more sacred presence. If you uh, don't have this kind of relationship right now, and th- and this kind of relationship doesn't have to be with God, right? It doesn't have to be spiritual. It can be with the atmosphere. It can be with the cosmos. It can be with the mystery. It can be with the unknown. Um, but you definitely want to be relating with it. This is your life. This is your one and only life as far as we know. And how you spend your time day to day, um, that's up to you. We all have to work within the context of our lives, within the demands that are put upon us and with the the privileges um, that we're born into or not. And with all of those considerations, we also have a fair amount of choice in how we relate to just the basic attitude that we carry through life and the ways that we're connecting um, beyond our, our small selves and our separate selves. Right now, it's really critical for you to be connecting with something that's bigger than you, but to be doing it in a way that feels very real, that feels very practical. And so again, I go back to this idea of chores and some kind of maintenance or maintaining um, that is an act of celebration and honoring and a ritual for everything that's not understood, that can't be understood, that can't be articulated. As we have um, this full moon and lunar eclipse on the 16th, there is a lot of emphasis for you to reflect upon the nature of mystery and the unknown. And um, I'm sure everybody's going to feel this differently. What I would want for you at this time is to reflect on any ways that you have been conditioned to relate um, to these concepts, to the spiritual, to the unknown, to the mystery, and feel for yourself what is accurate for you. 
This is not, as I said before, not a time for flamboyance or speculation. It's not a time to carry anybody else's beliefs. It is about your beliefs, the meaning that you make, the connection that you have to your own sense of sacredness, and how you bridge that connection into the world. So these are the big themes for you over the course of the month. Make sure to check in with Embodied Astrology on July 2nd. Um, and 16th or around those days for the new moon and the full moon rituals and podcasts. I'll be talking a lot more about this eclipse energy and the significance of the eclipses and some suggestions for how to work with them. That's what I have for you for now, my friend. I hope this horoscope is interesting and will be useful for you. Happy cancer season. Bye for now.